All right. There's no music today. I'm not singing for you fine people. Um, and, and I wouldn't do that to anybody. So, power rankings. I've got them in front of me. Now, right now, downstairs on the TV, we have the Winnipeg Jets and the Florida Panthers playing in Finland. And it's weird. The, the European games, it's harder for me to get into them. You guys can let me know if you guys have the same problem. But uh, it is harder for me to get into those games and get really invested. Maybe it's because it's earlier in the day. So it's like, a uh, day just started. Anyways, power rankings. 31 teams. I'm looking at the board right now. And I have people arguing with me all the time about my power rankings board. And it's like, I, I, I think there's people who don't understand that they change daily. So they look at that screenshot on Saturday night and they're like, that's wrong. Okay. And then they argue with me on Monday about the ones I put up on Saturday. And I'm like, yeah, they've changed since then. So again, like last week, I'm going to do the power rankings as they currently stand. You guys can go ahead and track things if you'd like, but I don't mind revealing them. Cause again, by the time Saturday rolls around, they're going to change. We've got 13 games today. We've got 11 games on Saturday. That's 24 games. We've got a few games on Friday. 20, what, 27 games between the three days, it's going to change the standings again. And so here's the thing. Here's here's where the, the, the standings can take a big hit. Is when you've got, let's say, okay, um, actually, I'll, I'll do the rankings first, and then we'll get back to, to this. Number 31, the New York Rangers. Uh, and and it, is, it is tough to have the Rangers there when, when they won their last game. But again, I consider them to be pretty far back in my eyes for the way they've been playing and and i want to see another win before i pull them out of 31st 30th florida florida is sitting in 30th their two wins means they're kind of far back too but again the bottom four pretty firmly established at this point number 29 the los angeles kings and uh you know if you're if you're a red wings fan you're probably like well where where are we yeah you guys are in 28th so the Wings have moved up three spots since Saturday. And, again, a two-game winning streak means, yes, I'll bump them over the Rangers, Florida, and L.A. 27th, I have St. Louis. No St. Louis, signs of life aside, it's been a miserable start. And I want to see some more um, from them before I'm going to improve their rating and ranking. 26th is Philly. So the Philadelphia Flyers who've had their share of uh, defensive and goaltending issues this year. I have them in 26th. 25th is Ottawa. So the Senators, who appear to have come back down to earth. We'll see what happens tonight. They're playing Buffalo. But right now, they do appear to have come back down to earth. They are below 500, and there's some struggles going on there. 24th is Vegas. And you know what's weird to me with Vegas is that because I acknowledge that, yes, I have a lot of subscribers in Vegas. There are a lot of people who watch my videos that are in Vegas, and I I know I have a big following. There are people that think that then it it makes sense that I would favor Vegas uh, when it comes to things like power rankings and that I would be biased in their favor, so I would give their team special consideration in things like a power rankings video. I I don't. Really, really don't. Um... They were high up before the season started, not because I'm biased, but because they won the division last year. They went to the Stanley Cup final. 
And the moves they made in the offseason appeared to have made the team look better on paper. Now, has it translated to results on the ice? No. That's why they're now 24th. The board works. 23rd, uh, Dallas. And I'd love to have Dallas higher up, but it's it's a struggle. Um, and I want to see some more consistent results. The, the game in Montreal was very encouraging. Let's see more of that. 22, I have Columbus who, again, through their inconsistency and, and the maddening goaltending issues that are happening to a team that should not be having goaltending issues, I have them in 22nd. 21st, that's where Anaheim resides. Anaheim has been uh, a misadventure lately, and they've taken a major dive. They were in the top row a couple weeks ago, and now they're 21st. And it takes some work for them to dig their way out of this, uh, this second row because... Um, Again, with Anaheim, it's it's the shot differential against them is just crazy. It's just awful. So uh, I look at Anaheim right now and I see a team that they should be angry, they should come out and play better, but then I don't see it when the game starts. I, I just don't get the feeling there's that pushback. Uh, number 20, I have the New York Islanders. They've had a nice little run here. Uh, somebody mentioned in the comment section of the video from yesterday, Asking whether or not that means I'm becoming an Islanders fan because I'm saying nice things about them. I say nice things about teams that are doing well. And this this is where, um, again, I know people get mad because I'll, you know, uh, say bad things about a team that's playing poorly like the Kings or Florida or, you know, Rangers at times in Detroit. But I acknowledge when a team's playing well and when a team's playing above their heads. Even Detroit, to some extent, has played well this year. Uh, though they don't always get credit for it. So uh, the Islanders, 20th and and moving up. Number 19, I have Chicago, based on last night's game against Vancouver. I think the alarming thing was this. Um, Yes, we will acknowledge that Patrick Kane was not playing last night, and that makes a huge difference. At the same time, they're against a Canucks team that they should have been able to beat, they should have beaten, and uh, they, they didn't have what it took to beat them. So... Uh, for Chicago, this was this was a, a, a kind of a test for them, and now they go into Edmonton tonight. And if they end up coming out of uh, the, the the games in, in Alberta, zero and three on this Western swing, I would imagine the Islanders will pass them. I could see Dallas passing them, and Columbus. Now Anaheim, I don't know. I could see Anaheim dropping quite a bit, um, but I could see like what I'm saying is I don't know that Anaheim's fall is finished. I don't know that their losing streak is done, but for Chicago, uh, they've got to get it together in Edmonton, and it's brutal. It's a brutal road trip when you do the three games and four nights in Western Canada. Last year, teams came out of it pretty well because Edmonton, Vancouver, and Calgary were all out of it. This year, they're all above 500. So uh, the Western Canadian swing is not quite as um, lucrative to your road record as it was last year. Number 18, that's where Vancouver resides. Vancouver has started coming up. And it's funny because I've, I've seen comments as well about the board and, and, oh, you don't have Vancouver going up enough. Well, if Vancouver's winning in a shootout, I qualify that as a tie. Uh, if they're winning in overtime, but a team that's ahead of them just slaughters somebody else. And, and again, I consider strength of opponent as well. You know, all of these things matter. And so, uh, to me, Vancouver didn't move up a lot during their... Uh, their last winning streak, I think they had, what, three in a row? Uh, and and these wins are more impressive. They, they don't feel like they're being stolen by a goaltender. It feels like the Canucks are, as a team, playing well. And if, if Shotgun Jake, if Jake Vertanen is, is going to finally become that player that he was supposed to be when he was drafted, 
the Canucks could make the playoffs this year. And uh, there's a video in there about how I, I'm starting to get swayed that the Canucks are not a team that really needs Jack Hughes. Uh, they have Quinn Hughes as a prospect on that blue line. Uh, it's highly likely he gets added to the team next year. And uh, we could see a Vancouver team next year that uh, that emerges as not necessarily a contender, but maybe one of the top three teams in their division. I don't think they're going to hold first this year. I don't think they're going to make the playoffs, but you know what? They've surprised me so far, and I'm not mad about it at all. I'm quite happy with how they're playing. They're playing hard, and uh, they're a fun team to watch. At 17, and this is where fans in Arizona find out they reside. Yeah, Arizona's up to 17th. I don't think Arizona got this high at any point in last year's power rankings. I know they had a, a, a good run at the end of the year where they moved up, but I don't think they ever got as high as 17th. Um, it, it's it's been fun to watch Arizona on this winning streak that they've had. They've done very well for themselves. Um, I would expect uh, to see that uh, that that end at some point really, really soon here. But Arizona's played very well, and for people who aren't watching them, I highly recommend it. At 16, yes, this is where Montreal sits. Now, this is this is the thing, too, uh, the, the criticism that, well, you know, Shannon's against Montreal. Well, Dallas beat Montreal, but I have Dallas at 23 and I have Montreal at 16. So that shows that that's not really a thing. Um, I got Pixels playing with a piece of paper, and I, I don't know what's wrong with her, but she's she's acting like she's, she's special. It's a special, very, very special kitty. All right, I took that away from her. Um, <laughs> it's distracting more than it's noisy. Um, so I got Montreal at 16, even though Dallas beat them, because that's not how it works. And that's an argument I have, too, where somebody will say, well, my team beat that other team that's five spots ahead of them. That doesn't make any sense. If it's, if, if the board's decided by which teams have beat which teams, yeah, it's not going to... I'm done. I can't do power rankings in... Because with the parity in the league being as it is, everybody beats everybody else. So, yeah, the, the parity thing doesn't doesn't work at all. Um, so, yeah, Montreal's at 16. At 15, that's where Buffalo is. Buffalo, of course, with that loss, uh, overtime loss against Calgary, that dropped them down a bit. Calgary's at 14, so Calgary's in the top two rows. Uh, that happened at different points last year, and I remember last year they went on that long winning streak. And Flame fans weren't happy with how quickly they were being moved up, as in they didn't think it was fast enough. 13, Carolina. Uh, the Hurricanes are frustrating. They've been they've been out shooting opponents a lot. So when I look at the games, I go, okay, that well they 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 dominated, but they lost. So uh, I am at the point now where if Carolina loses their next game, we're going to see them drop probably below Calgary, Buffalo. Potentially Montreal, and potentially they could be below Arizona by this by this this Saturday night's um, power rankings because these other teams behind them are playing well, and I, I'm I'm right I'm at that point where I'm like you know what I I need to drop Carolina. I call it a market correction now. It's a thing that it's a thing that happened to St. Louis, happened to Philadelphia. I am near a market correction with Carolina where I could say you know what I, yeah they're out playing their opponents, but. Uh, sorry, the results aren't there, and they dropped by about four or five spots. Uh, number 12, I have the Oilers. Um, the Oilers are playing very, very solid hockey right now, and I, I think that loss to Pittsburgh helped them. Sometimes a loss is the best thing that can happen to your team, 
Boston at the start of the year, that loss to Washington, the 7 nothing drubbing seemed to help them. Uh, the Flames have been better since losing that 9-1 to game against the Kings or against uh, the Penguins. So sometimes those losses help you. Uh, at number 11, I have New Jersey. So the Devils are... Um, I, the Devils are in for a market correction, too, if, if today doesn't go their way. Um, I could see New Jersey and, and, and Carolina potentially being teams that get bumped way down uh, by this Saturday night. Um, I, I've been unnerved by some things I've seen with New Jersey games and with Carolina games. Number 10, I have Minnesota. So Minnesota cracks the top 10 for the first time this year. Minnesota is one of the surprise teams in the West. Uh, Minnesota and Vancouver are two big surprises in the West. Chicago was, but Chicago feels like they're coming back to earth. For Minnesota, not so much. Number nine, I have Boston. The Bruins, I, I get frustrated with, with consistency issues, and I get frustrated with um, the, the depth problem. There is a depth problem in Boston, absolutely. There's a lot of, um, how do I put this? When I, when I say stuff like that, and people say, well, you know, there's all these guys who are coming in. Yes, you will always have players who come in, but the question becomes, uh, are the depth guys who come, who come in during injuries, are they really good enough? And, and that is one of the toughest questions to answer in sports. And it is, it is the reason why I would never want a general manager's job, because you have to look at a guy who's busting his ass every day and playing his heart out and say, mm, that's great, but guess what? You're not good enough. We think this guy would be better, and we're going to go to him instead. Uh, it is, it is a, a, a rough uh, business, and I, I would not want to be the guy making that decision. Uh, number eight, I have Washington. Uh, Washington's a team I agonize over in that they, they don't look bad in their losses for the most part, and they look pretty solid in their wins. But their record is is concerning. Um, I've seen other power rankings that have them at 11th or 10th, and I somewhat agree with those. And and I do pay attention to power rankings on ESPN, on Fox Sports, uh, CBC Sports, TSN, Sportsnet. I look at power rankings from all around because I, I want to see where other people's heads are at when it comes to which teams are where. And, and the Capitals, I've seen as high as 6th this week, and I've seen as low as 11th. So... Uh, they are one of those divisive teams, much like last year. Number seven, uh, San Jose. Frustrating loss for San Jose the other night, but it was a shootout. Again, I treat shootouts as ties. Uh, I looked at the fact that, that Hurdle scored with less than two seconds left in regulation as being a good thing. I think that it shows that San Jose um, is is still making that effort and still doing the best they can. Um it, it's it, it, it's it's a they're they're a tough team to figure out because again they do have that 500 record where they 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 lose as often as they win and they're fun to watch but um, there there are some concerns I have uh, when it comes to the San Jose Sharks I still think they're the best team in their division though I know Vancouver's number one in the division but I I do put San Jose as being the best team in the division. Number six, um, Winnipeg. Uh, the Jets, and, and if they beat Florida today, that's not going to bump them higher than sixth. No, uh, that's because Florida is at 30th. However, if Florida wins today, that would bump Winnipeg down. This is where people get mad at me, right? Um, because, again, the quality of the opponent, if, if Florida loses this one, like so let's say 4-1 to one to Winnipeg today, um, 
it, it it's it basically says I've got I've got Winnipeg in the right spot and Florida in the right spot. But if Florida wins today, that means Florida would bump ahead of probably L.A. and 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 Detroit and uh, Winnipeg. I would probably drop below San Jose. I wouldn't put them below Washington. Again, Washington's record kind of is a little iffy. Uh, Boston's had its iffy moments too. So uh, San Jose would bump up to sixth and bump Winnipeg down to seventh. So that's kind of the mindset I have with these. And again, then it depends on other teams, right? Let's say Washington goes in and lays a beating on Montreal. Well, then Washington would bump up to sixth, San Jose would stay in seventh, and Winnipeg would drop down to eighth. And again, this is where people are like, um, get upset with me pretty easily. Number five, I have the Colorado Avalanche. Colorado Avalanche have top-heavy scoring, meaning their first line scores a ton of points. I think um, on Hockey News this morning or NHL.com, one or the other, I was reading that 49% of the points scored by uh, the, the, the Avalanche are from that first line, which is the highest in the NHL. Doesn't surprise anybody who's been watching the Avalanche this year. Number four, I have Pittsburgh. So uh, Pittsburgh, uh, a tough loss in their last game, but I only dropped them one spot for it. Uh, Toronto I have in third. So when Matthews goes out, I don't just drop Toronto. One thing that I've seen other sites do, and I don't do this, uh, an injury doesn't affect a team standing. Let's say, for instance, the Kings were off to a really good start and Quick got hurt. And, and the Kings had been sixth on the power rankings. Well, the moment that I hear Quick's out for the season or whatever it is, I'm not going to drop the Kings down from sixth to ninth. I only care about what happens in the games. And there's other sites that will say, and I've seen this, and, and part of the reason I do my own power rankings is because I saw TSN do this, uh, where they'll say, uh, the Oilers had three wins this week, but uh, the injury to Dreisaitl is going to hurt them. So we've dropped them three points. And it's like, wait, what? But they won, right? So why are you dropping them on the power rankings when they haven't lost? To me, the power rankings should measure which team's playing the best hockey right now. It's not about the team with the best record, necessarily. It's not about the team um, that's, you know, dominating on the score sheet, necessarily. It can be about the team that's just playing the best hockey. So when I see, you know, a a team get dropped because one player got injured, I, I understand why, but I don't agree with it. And I'm, I'm, I've, I've said before, I, I don't agree with that. I think that's a bad policy. So I have Toronto in third, despite the loss of Matthews. Don't care. Uh, number two, I have Nashville. Uh, Nashville's been kind of fantastic. And number one is Tampa. Uh, because Tampa, you know, yes, they had that big loss to Arizona, which helped Arizona a ton, but it, it didn't really hurt Tampa. It's one game. And Tampa's been consistently good all year. So... You know, we'll write that off as as a, 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 a just one of those games that you just kind of throw it away. Nashville has had a couple of those already as well, but they've won nine out of twelve, so Nashville's off to an excellent start. So yeah, so this you know one of the things that that occurs with this is when I'm looking at at the board and then I look at the scores at the end of the night, it can be frustrating because I may see four teams in a row on the board. Let's say Minnesota, New Jersey, Edmonton, and Carolina all win that night. I have to decide, okay. How did they win? Which team might have been better in those wins? Which team was worse? And I don't pay any attention to what they did the night before. I don't pay any attention to who's hurt, as I said. I don't pay any attention to which one I like and which one I don't. That does not factor into this at all. Um, if it did, the, the board would look kind of different. Boston wouldn't be out of the first row. 
I would I would have Boston probably in sixth. Uh, I would have Dallas much higher up, and I'd probably have Vancouver in the top twelve. And I'd be like, well, they lead their division, so they belong in the top twelve. And I I I can't. Uh, it is a night to night thing. It does not take into account who's currently in a playoff spot and who isn't, and uh, it it changes every day, as I've said. So there you go, some some power ranking fun. And again, uh, this is something I'll do on my podcast. I'm going to try to keep up with doing this once a week. I'm doing it now because the kids are uh, separating out their candy and figuring out who gets what candy from last night. So I thought, yeah, all right, I can't do videos right now. I might as well throw the throw together the podcast and and do the power rankings. Uh, before we have a result in the Winnipeg, uh, Florida game, because then I, I change it right after that game. So it gets really frustrating when there's 15 games on. Of course, they end at all different times. And I, I try to keep updating the board as the game results come in. And it it can get chaotic. And there are nights where at the end of the night, I've got everybody moved around, and then I go, okay, mm, i got to fix this, and I'll have to move a couple around. So I, I I do it constantly. It's it's every day. I'm I'm on about the board. Every, you know, in our house, everybody looks at the board to see who's moved up and who's moved down. Um, even though of the three kids in this house, there's one that'll sit and watch a hockey game. The other two won't. And uh, they still look at the board. Uh, Adelaide gets excited when Toronto moves up. Um, Malachi watches Vegas for the most part. Um, but they, they, they will comment first thing in the morning when they get up. One of the first things they do is look at the board and, oh, look who moved up and, oh, look who moved down. Oh, wow, they're at the bottom. Oh, wow, they're at the top. What How did that happen? And they'll ask me. They'll say, what happened? Why are they number one? So I have to stay on my toes at all time, all days, all the time, all the days. Uh, one nice thing, too, about trick-or-treating last night, uh, we, we went to a, a couple of different uh, neighborhoods around us here and uh, sized up some of the the homes we were trick-or-treating at and deciding what kind of house we would like to have uh, when we move out of here um, and talking about different uh, price points for rent and whatnot. So it's it's on our mind to that point, to that extent. For anybody wondering, uh, the, the Freddy uh, garb that I was wearing when I did the review video last night of the Vancouver-Chicago game, that's what I wore when we went out in public. Uh, yeah, I got some weird looks, but you know what? I'm kind of used to that now. Um, I am getting to the point now where, um, because I'm past 65,000 subscribers on YouTube, I, and because I've done so many videos hockey related that when we go out in public, I get recognized a lot. And, uh, it's, it is to the point where I'm kind of getting uncomfortable going out on a regular basis. Um, I would feel much better, uh, after we've moved and, and we have a bigger place and we have more of a secure environment for lack of a better term uh than what we have right now and uh at, at that point i think that'd be fun i i even mentioned to yvonne that once we get uh, a bigger place and i've got like a the the whole man cave and i've got a tv and 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 i can watch hockey downstairs and the kids can watch cartoons wherever they want upstairs kind of thing uh, that it would be fun for people that i've i've met at meetups and 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 hung out with the meetups and i know are not crazy uh, you know, to, to send them uh, send them an invite and say, hey, you want to come over and watch the game? And then I could do live streams on Patreon. And as I've mentioned before, uh, live streams now are exclusively on Patreon. Um, at least at this point of the season, that may change later on in the season, but at this point they're exclusive to Patreon. 
And, uh, you know, it would be fun to kind of do a live stream and, and, and have myself and a few other guys sitting and watching a game. And, uh, you know, we could be, you know, chatting about stuff that goes on in game. There could be reactions to goals and hits and whatever plays take place. Uh, I think that would be kind of fun. So, yeah, that's that's the kind of stuff I'm thinking about. And it's, it's I'm, I'm never off. I, I feel like I'm always on. Sometimes it's exhausting that 24-7... I feel like I'm I'm THG more than I'm I'm Shannon, so I've started uh, building back some bridges in my personal life towards people that maybe I haven't talked to very much over the last year or so. While well, this is this channel's kind of blown up, and sometimes I'd like to just be Shannon and just talk to people and just talk about regular everyday stuff and not just the hockey stuff all the time. It is it is my job. I enjoy my job. I love my job very much. I appreciate each and every subscriber I have and, and being able to, to help people um, and, and, you know, being able to, to, uh, to, to be important on some level with, with the videos I do and with stuff like this podcast. Uh, I take that all very seriously. But it is, it is nice to, you know, have somebody I can potentially sit down and have coffee with and just to talk about stuff in the news and um, the weather and just the everyday stuff. So that's kind of fun too. Anyways, there you go. Uh, the power rankings from 31 through one. Um, these are as of last night. So as of Halloween, um, I did update this after the game last night, Vancouver had been 20th. I bumped them up past uh, the New York Islanders who had been 19th and Chicago who'd been 18th. So this is where sometimes people get upset in that the Islanders lost a spot, even though they didn't play a game. So there are times where people will, um, on a Saturday night, say, wait a minute, my team went 1-1. One and one. Why did they drop three spots? And the reality is that there were teams behind them that played more games and probably won all their games. And it's not that they played badly. It's just other teams behind them were playing better. So it's tricky. I acknowledge it's tricky. But I do my best to, uh, to update it daily and, and make sure that I'm, I'm as transparent as possible. Thus the midweek power rankings via podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, you guys are awesome. Make it worthwhile. And uh, I will see about being able to do my videos, see how the game's going, this kind of stuff. Uh, but thank you guys so much for your attention for today. Uh, may your November be less rainy than ours. We're, we've got a high, heavy rainfall warning in place, to which I go, it's November. Of course we do. November, it just rains all month. That's what it does for November. Sometimes the last few days of November, it clears up and it gets really, really cold. But, you know, those are just the bonus days of not rain. And then if it rained and and it turns really cold, then basically the roads become an ice rink until the Arctic, ice, Arctic outflow winds uh, actually blow the ice right off the road. Um, so you have ice and then all of a sudden the next day it's gone. But it's really, really cold out, so... You don't feel better about it. All right. Uh, again, thanks, guys. I will talk to you again soon.